0: We watched a film that was total shite, the podcast got totally out of control, this is a long-form musical opening, Valerian. Um, Look deep into yourself and just think about what we just saw, Shay, because we saw some stuff. Would you say that's an accurate assessment?
1: It is time to put a male jellyfish (laughs) over our head (laughs) and...
0: I forgot that that happens!
1: And recall the film.
0: Oh god, Dane DeHaan is the worst! Like, he's the worst! But also, he's the best! He's a soldier, that means he follows rules! (laughs) Okay, we can't get too much into incredulous screeching immediately. Welcome back to Heard You Saw! Today, I am joined by only Shay Collins. And to be honest, I I, have, I don't think I've ever been more sad that our colleagues decided not to come with us to see a film.
1: Everyone would have loved this. Oh,
0: you can just imagine Morton's face being, I'm not happy about any of this. <laughs> just... <laughs> Okay, uh, as is tradition on this podcast, we will start with our one-line hot takes. Though I think anyone who could summarise a hot take in one mere
1: line of this film may be a better person than I am. Shake Collins, Um, Beautiful design, beautiful fun, the perfect balance of dumb and great. (laughs) It's like Besson's forte is the balance of that. It
0: was so Luc Besson. (laughs) It was so. It was too much, Luke. Person, perhaps. I feel like at no point, like normally on films that he makes, someone will occasionally just okay. That's that's enough, Luke. You know we don't need all of these things. In this case, he just put all of the things in.
1: He put so many things, and it might be the case where. Someone looked at it. and was like, "Why well, don't understand any of these things, so I can't tell him to stop. I'd, we just gotta let him do it. Some
0: part of this may become integral later on in the plot. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> just the... I mean, like, from the opening, like, <laughs> where, where Earth colonises space, there was a series of increasingly ridiculous handshakes with more and more elaborate aliens
1: <laughs> on the fucking ISS. <laughs> it was like, okay, we've got David Barry playing in the background. We do. Let's go through every single type of person that is on the planet. <laughs> right, we run out.
0: <laughs> with increasingly stereotypically, like, ridiculous spacesuits. Oh, God. Oh, that's like the opening, which doesn't actually make <laughs>
1: doesn't add anything we're, we're other than- They're like,
0: here's this crazy space city. <laughs> bye. This won't come back for about 40 minutes.
1: Oh yeah, it's just Woodgahauer being like, hello, crazy space city. <laughs> anyway, that's me done. Yeah.
0: Bye. Uh, tears in the rain. <laughs> and then we go to, and then we're on a, a, a super alien planet. Super
1: alien. Beautiful beach with vagina shell homes. Yeah, everyone lives in a big vagina shell. Everyone lives in a big vagina shell. Pearls are everything. Pearls are everything with a little... Uh, so pearls represent these tiny planets, almost. Representations of planets that have extreme amount of power in them. Yeah. And this planet also has little creatures that live on them that can convert anything by like eating it and then pooping out they can make lots of yeah lots of copies
0: yeah which became like kind of terrifying later on when you find out that the pearls have like 10 megatons of energy in them I'm like so that little doggy wibbly thing is just crapping nuclear warheads by the ton everywhere
1: but on this alien planet, yes. they just use the nuclear warheads for beauty. <laughs>
0: yeah, but well they were like they say they said let us control the weather. Like, okay. And the tides. Sure. Um, and they just find them in the ocean. Just... <laughs> just find them.
1: Um but yeah, that, that's well, that's so like, that was kind of a really wonderful scene where I'm like, oh, this is really beautiful. and oh, I love the Profoundly alien. Profoundly alien. It's bright, it's colourful. I'm into this. And then the whole planet gets destroyed and it's very sad. Yeah. And then suddenly, boom. Smash cut. Smash. <laughs> human race. Dane to harm. I. I'm a
0: human. <laughs> I'm like the most brown-out human there ever was. I'm trying to
1: be Keanu Reeves right now. Whoa. There's a bit when he went, whoa, and I was almost lost it in the... So, um... And then, then we're introduced to the... worst romance thread line I've ever seen in it's a It's the film. will they,
0: won't they, but without any of the won't they, but they will, but also there's... Wait, why will they? It's anti Is there such a thing as anti-chemistry? It's like, it's, you know how people, you know how people would talk about Pirates of the Caribbean and would say that Orlando Bloom and Keira Knightley was like two wooden chairs stacked on top of each other. Like, and then when we saw Pirates of the Caribbean 5, you may remember me saying that fucking whatever the, the characters in that were had even less chemistry. Dane DeHaan and Cara DelVine have like, anti-chemistry
1: the thing is like, i don't feel like they like each other they have chemistry on the screen as two people interacting <laughs> but they the idea of them being romantically entwined makes no sense yeah. and is not given any basis in the film <laughs> and i thought that they might when when the female of the two Go, okay, I'm gonna put the jellyfish in my head and think about the man. And I was like, oh, they're gonna show why they like each other. All and the moments. Oh, no, they're just gonna play the film in Fast Forward. Yep. So, yeah. I guess they just. Yeah. It, I mean, because
0: the, uh, the things we immediately learn about Dane DeHaan's character is that he wants to have sex with Cara Delvine, but he has sex with literally every other woman that he keeps in a playlist. <laughs> That could be recalled at any point with little headshots of each one. And she's all like, oh, well, you're serious about being my business colleague, but also you want to fuck me. Why, why don't you get rid of this gratuitous wall? Multiple walls of trophies of women that you slept with. That you with, keep
1: in the ship with me. Which anyone could just go, oh, I'd like to see his list, please, his playlist. That's a good point. The screens and ships. Yeah. So, um, the classification and
0: <laughs> oh, just, like, God. the privacy in this world <laughs> so there's, there's an amazing sequence which actually happens twice when a military general goes to look at classified doc and says everyone give me a minute and everyone just sort of is in the background of the room, he goes up to this enormous screen that's like taller than he is, he's like I'll look at this classified information here hope no one's looking <laughs> God. Okay, so so what are, what are Valerian and Laureline? Laureline that's our lead had-
1: characters. What what are they, Shay? What are they? Oh, okay. They are, uh, they're soldiers for the government or something. Like or secret like agents. Secret agents, soldier spies. Um, their mission <laughs> is to go and retrieve the last living convert because all of them have been died because the planet got wiped out. Yep. So they go, there's quite an actually really interesting action set piece that happens. Yes,
0: that bit was really interesting. And I feel like they could have done more.
1: That, it happens on like two planes of reality of like you exist in a hologram and not a hologram. It's really well done. Yeah. It you have to put your arm in a sense. box
0: to like make it come out in the other reality.
1: Yeah. And that's fun to see, like, a box with a pistol just floating around.
0: Like <laughs> nobody move! I worked for the government! <laughs> it's just a box with a gun, and everyone's like, what the fuck?
1: Which would make, that would make a great VR game, actually. It Because, kind of because you can't really see your, it's not very good seeing your arms in VR games. Yeah. Just to see a box floating <laughs> in a VR game would make a lot of sense. So they... Off topic.
0: So they... They. Was that John Goodman? Was he the voice I of the... I thought it
1: was John Goodman.
0: Yeah, big, fat, alien...
1: It sounded a lot like it John Goodman. It sounded
0: like a John Goodman with his gun that is
1: two guns. His gun it has two bowels and then can split into a, like, 45-degree angle between <laughs> the two, two to people. aim at two people. Who are
0: sitting in, his, in front of his <laughs> desk like he planned that whole bit. <laughs> so through some... Weirdly cartoony shenanigans, like I, how was Valerian not dead when he fell through like more floors oh yeah the the, <laughs> the
1: okay, so there's great design throughout this film, yeah, the weapon design is great, so he falls through the floor because he gets shot at by like a big metal ball gun heavy balls. Bo- heavy balls metal, heavy metal magnet balls. <laughs> <laughs> at his arm box. at his
0: box arm <laughs>
1: <laughs> continue please um, and then he used that to fall through the floor of a planet plane into multiple planes that exist and
0: uh, it just smashes down and down and down and is somehow completely fine for the experience of falling like at the very least, he fell, like, a hundred feet down through yeah. multiple floors of, like, rock. And was just, yep. theme i have had, like, a couple yeah, of Yeah, he got, like, a little, yeah, and... yeah, on his, on his face and stuff. and <sighs> So they, while he's there, he also takes one of the pearls. That's a plot point.
1: He takes a pearl, so he's got the converter yeah. and the pearl, which are the power.
0: Yeah, the, the mega powers. And there's some of the aliens from the destroyed planet are in there trying to get the converter, but um, Laureline and Valerian infiltrate and take
1: yeah. it first. Oh, Valerian always has the soul of one of the people inside of him.
0: Yeah. We don't know but that that's yet. That's how we but smash
1: cut.
0: Yeah, because that's, oh, that's such a weird reveal. It's so, so weird. Um... So, they leave the planet where the Big Market, literally just called Big Market, is with its racially segregated no-humans-allowed zones. It it was really interesting. I'm like, they could have done more with this place. Like, why wasn't this located on the mega-planet space city thing? So here's my thing, right? When I went into this movie, I had assumed that Valerian was the name of the city of a thousand planets. I didn't realise it was Valerian... And the City of a Thousand Planets. So when they were like, oh, Valerian. I was like, oh, no, this movie's about Dane de Haan. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> um, so what happens next? They then... They have a chase sequence with a big... Did you feel bad with <coughs> that big... I felt really bad That for big these.
1: dinosaur dog thing. <laughs> God. I know the big dinosaur dog kills a bunch of people. Like a I'm lot. Like. <laughs> but then... The big dinosaur thing climbs onto Valerian and Lorian's... Ship. ship. Alex. Alex Alex the ship. Alex Alex the the ship. (laughs) (laughs) Alex the ship climbs up the planet through the atmosphere. And because the dog dinosaur is on the back, hits the atmosphere and then just... (laughs) Fall oh, slowly too.
0: Like again, kind of cartoony stuff going. Oh no, I'm I'm cycling my arms. Almost like, to Ooh. the
1: point where you'd expected to see a little, a little Phew. white little yeah, cloud. Like a hand. little body hole, like <laughs> left in the floor, like perfect outline. But if Dane DeHaan can fall a hundred feet, maybe that dog dinosaur. I'm sure also that dog survived. dinosaur's fine. Yeah, he, he went back and John
0: Goodman was like, "Well, you did your best. Good <laughs> dog dinosaur." <laughs>
1: So they go back to Alpha, the the city of a thousand planets where through... And now, now I feel like the, the film starts to drag. It
0: was long. It was very long. This, this isn't where it lost me. It lost me a bit later on. Which yeah. we'll get to the bit where it I, I fucking think I know lost me there. super hard. Um, so they, we, we get in um, montage and voiceover... Hey, this is what this crazy city of a thousand planets is. And basically it's the ISS, as we saw in the intro, that flew off into space 400 years ago and has become, like, the largest multinational super city space station thing ever with, like, all the races living together doing crazy banana stuff. Um...
1: (laughs) And the human... (laughs) Sorry, I'm just trying to figure out what happens next. <laughs> um, so there's a small little point that's important that Alex is like, and the humans, they're here. Uh, they're, oh, wait, they're... wait, wait, wait,
0: wait. Before we go, I forgot. Uh, uh, Valerian totally asked Lorelai to marry him. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, because they established their not romantic chemistry. And then she's like, you don't know how to commit. And then he's all like, I commit to you, babe.
1: Let's get married. And
0: she's all like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then he's like, we'll go on the honeymoon to a beach, and she's like... Yeah, setting up the beach. (laughs) Setting up the beach.
0: Yes. That'll (laughs) become... DiCaprio film. (laughs) That'll become relevant later. Sorry, so they set the the thing.
1: So Alex's like, here's every single species on the planet, just to catch you up. Yep. Um, And also there's the humans. By the way, the humans, our our economy is bad. Do you want to know about that? And Valerian's like, no, I don't want to know about (laughs) the the themes of this film. Yeah. uh, I'll ignore that.
0: <laughs> what will later <laughs> become a major plot point of just being Oh Ooh. that was an ominous crash from the kitchen. Do we want to investigate that?
1: No, I don't think it oh, I think it's fine. It's
0: okay, cool. this is our last recording, <laughs> <laughs> we know that this film was worth
1: it. If assailant, please upload this to the <laughs> <evening>. <laughs> My SoundCloud. <laughs> oh dear. Um uh, shit, where were we? So they, they We don't um, wanna know about the economy. They don't really wanna know. They come to like the generals and the commanders, and there's like a commander who's like you see from the back, you're like, oh, this is gonna be a big actor. <laughs> Turns around, it's a nobody, and then Clive Owen comes in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> the guy who is a nobody, by the way, during the sequence continually puts on more and more ridiculous parts of his outfit. My personal favourite was when he's getting just puts on a big gold collar thing that's covered oh, no, in Clive, gears. That's Clive Owen. Wait, Clive oh, Owen, it...
1: he's got the ridiculous. Oh yeah,
0: Clive Owen comes in
1: because the Owen's... first
0: guy, the the good general man, yeah, is the guy who's a nobody. He's I a feel nobody. Like I know God. him from something, but I could not tell you
1: where he's from. They shield his identity for a long time for no reason, for no practical purpose. Um, <laughs> and then Clive Owen appears. Hello. He is. Clearly, a um, super suspicious
0: <laughs> with, with his
1: squad of killer robots. He's got <laughs> four. Ki- he's got four killer robots that follow him everywhere. Only one reacts <laughs> to anything.
0: And they they spend such a lot of time. Like you remember that bit from The Simpsons. When, like, the Yakuza is fighting the Mafia on their lawn. uh, And I was like, Marge, the little one's not done anything yet. Those robots don't do anything for the longest time. (laughs) And you're just like, when are the robots going to kill everybody? We know that's what they're there for. Those robots that apparently Clive Owen trained. How does one train a robot? It's a robot! (laughs) (laughs) So... (laughs) <laughs> so, he's, so he he exposits the, the next plot point, which is that in the center of the Mega City Alpha, there is the Dead Zone, um, a radioactive sphere shape that anyone who's gone into has died. Um, this plot point will make less sense as time goes forward, because I noticed a giant plot hole that they just don't address, but we'll get to that. Um He wants the converter thing, (laughs) Um, and and he also has to talk to the council about the dead zone, because it's getting bigger, and, like, millions and millions of people live in the city, and we've got to save the city for all the people. Um, So you have a cool, like, Galactic Senate kind of thing.
1: Uh, Clive Owen also really wants to hold the converter, but... uh, Laureline. Laureline. Is like no, I'm going to hold on to it because I know you're s- suspicious, and also
0: me. you're probably going to get kidnapped. Literally, what what she says. Funnily enough, actually, before we get there, we get the we get the. Th- we get the <laughs> there's so much in this film. We're not even like halfway. We're not even close to like a third of the way through yet. <laughs> Just to buckle in, chaps, it's gonna be a long one. They meet the
1: three duck people. Also, wait before that. Oh.
0: Cr- <laughs> What that? <laughs>
1: an important point is that Clive Owen has one of the aliens that have been wiped out. Oh, he does, doesn't he? Out, yes. Um, and is torturing them for some information for some reason. Yeah, about something that we don't never, know what. Never talked about. Not right, really. But he's got one. So, as an audience member, you know, okay, Clive Owen's definitely a bad guy. Clearly, he's shady. He's an evil shady meet man. Meet the duck people.
0: Yes. So, the duck people, three of them. They always talk in threes, which I thought was pretty neat, actually. And yeah, they those, all had different they eye they color.
1: Z- yeah. It nice.
0: Oh, it was so susicle That's so right. And they're information brokers, and they're like, hey Kara Telvine, um, you're gonna get attacked. And then they get attacked, and she's like, oh, your information's worthless now. And they're like, oh <laughs> I'm shrugging at this because <laughs> I'm like, what an end to a sequence. <laughs> Um, and they're attacked by the aliens who everyone thought was dead that we saw earlier at the big market Except there's lots of them and they've got And we... saw them on the beach, these are the beach aliens These are the beach killed vagina, killed house aliens vagina house with aliens With the pearls and the converters and the, oh, the sea Um, and they've got big, like, coral reef goo guns
1: <laughs> They they just, like, incapacitate people, they, keep them in goo It's
0: like, an, it's like fucking Bugsy Malone <laughs> Just walk in, and they, like, squirt everyone. I was just like, okay. <laughs> and then then Valerian does a brilliant bit of misdirection. This is fantastic. So he sees everyone's getting taken down by the goo, and so he puts a, a mouth breather in. So he'll be okay. Like, he'll be able to breathe in the goo, except... But that's not what... Because
1: everyone can actually breathe in the goo. Yeah,
0: everyone's fine. It's not a mouth breather at all. <laughs> Shay,
1: what is the mouth
0: breather really?
1: it's a little container for a robot cutty spider that goes along a body and cuts upwards. Yeah! So it seems to be specifically designed... <laughs> this, like, this, okay, this is what's great about this film. Is... <laughs> every bit of conflict, a bit of conflict comes up and instantly there's a magic sci-fi thing yes. that is specifically designed to solve the- this... This conflict that has suddenly arisen. Like the bit with the guy when he uses his gun that has a freezy setting, apparently, that
0: he never uses again. And I'm like, that would be really useful if you use your freeze gun <laughs> more often. But he's just like, ah, better freeze this guy with my invisible gun. It's it, the invisible gun. Oh, my God.
1: We need Ooh, to push forward. The, this is going on for quite a long time. A so hu- just get through the synopsis. Yeah, of this we've one. not
0: even really set up the central <laughs> conflict yet
1: so (laughs) we're not even to the point where the film suddenly takes a weird detour for ages
0: (laughs) which is where it sucks to drag i feel like we have to get at least that far (laughs) so they're like the aliens use their goo guns and goo everyone (coughs) and they they get a big pair of tongs (laughs) they get get a big pair of tongs and pick up the commander
1: with their tongs and Climb just carry the him away. Horizontally. <laughs> and just walk off. No, this podcast makes no sense.
0: This movie is amazing. We're just laughing and speaking with nonsense. <laughs> uh, uh. So, so Valerian set, rescues um, Loreline mm. and she goes back to the command center to direct him so he can ch- save the commander. And so, they're wearing these robot suits. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, and he's like, I need the quickest way to the commander. And she's like, turn 90 degrees, then just go forward. And he's all like, it's a dead end. And she's like, it's the fastest way. So he presses his, like, armor up button, and then just runs through the walls
1: (laughs) of a spaceship. Huh? <laughs> runs through, okay, runs through every wall and then runs through every section of the planet. Every which single makes, one. I don't know how that's the fastest way to run through every single section of the planet.
0: Especially <laughs> since in the montage earlier, Alex said that all of these areas were like at different cardinal points of the compass. So he's <laughs> essentially running in
1: some kind of weird ellipse. Uh, but he doesn't Around the whole station. <laughs> He, so you see him run through in different ways, with such ease and panache, yeah. <laughs> and then he suddenly goes, This isn't easy.
0: Yeah, he's like, this may be fast, but it's not easy, and you're just like, oh, for Christ's sake, Valerian. But he's too slow, he's... despite how fast he is, and they get, the you know, the commander is air-wheeled onto a big triangular pyramid ship. And so it flies away, and he's like, I need to chase them, I'm a doc, where where do I jump out? And she tells him it's it's 81, so he smashes through wall 81, and flies out into space! Turns out she had the map, that's on a screen... (laughs) Upside down somehow well,
1: Everything else was the right way up. Yeah, just, just just the number 81
0: Yeah, 18 was the wrong way around and so oh no, he's in peril and then his ship immediately But saves then,
1: then she just goes Alex pick him up at 81 then instead. Yeah, it's like good done No, no conflict about him falling through space. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: fine He didn't have to use his ingenuity or anything to save himself. Just it was cool so then <laughs> You have a space chase and then their big pyramid ship splits into lots of little pyramid ships But fortunately he knows which one the commander's on and then he gets out of his bigger ship into his little ship (laughs) Chases the little ship into the dead zone and then he
1: he can't do it and he crashes the ship wait No, I don't want to bring up a point So they're about to go into the dead zone and Lorian is like, You've only got 10 seconds, Valerian. <laughs> <laughs> Before you go into the Dead Zone, okay, Valerian, you've only got five seconds, quickly. And then, I know this is a kind of a, a movie a, thing. A, a movie thing that happens some five seconds isn't actually five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> but th- this five seconds is a minute long. Yep. I heard you counting. I was counting on my hand. Like, <laughs> no, this is this is a really long five seconds. Much... Boy, it, it, he,
0: oh. <laughs> So he crash lands and disappears because he's in the dead zone and you can't communicate with the dead zone. Except later on, you can <laughs> because of the. Uh, so then the movie actually seemed to like pick up for me because I was like, "Oh, cool! It's like a reverse damsel in distress." Cara delvine has got to like. Use her wits, gumption, and hair, which she refuses to put up, even though she should. Because if she put her helmet on, it would, like, just all catch her hair in it. Um, So she goes and talks to the three duck people, who are all like, hey, we can help you give us money, and she's like, I'll shoot you. And they're like, ah, oh, but you won't, because we only know one third of each of the information. It's but, quite smart. Yeah. But
1: there's so much great design and thought behind the world. Oh, this world is great. It's like, I'll
0: say what you say. What you like about Luke Besson's directing, or writing. He knows how to world build really, really well. Like, the places that these people go do feel interesting and vibrant, it's and based on pretty the comic. distinct.
1: Yes. So it might be more the comic book.
0: Good job, comic book man, whoever you are, French comic man. So then we get to the bit with the, with the fisherman. Fisher- fisherman Bob. God, we're not even halfway. We're still, okay. We need to, we need to press on. How long have we been recording now? It's been like 26 20, minutes, Oh my geez. God, it's 26 seconds. Are minutes. we going in
1: real time oh. <laughs> Okay, quickly. Go into the ship like they they get a male jellyfish from a big like huge fish the huge mine, there. Rum, there rum, rum. mine. she puts a jellyfish on, so the free ducks are like if you put the jellyfish on for longer than a minute it starts feeding on your brain she puts the jellyfish on to see valerian to see where he is using the psychic jellyfish she, powers. Just sees, yeah, she just sees everything that we've already seen in the film and then where valerian now is like a little bit more yeah and then the ducks are like you were in for a minute ten seconds that's a record anyway cool Bye! <laughs> <laughs> Off we go! Bye, you know where to go. So she goes, she meets Valerian, she's like, oh no, thank you for coming to like, save you. And then he's like, no, I would have done the same thing for you, which by the way, she does because suddenly she gets fish aligned by the butterfly. So she Caught gets... by those weird frog people. This is where it starts to drag because it's like, why is this film taking a turn? Tell you what
0: the thing that really bothers me, she's in her robot suit. That we saw Valerian literally smash through a billion walls with. And she's in a wooden cage going Valerian help! And like so she is being held prisoner for reasons that will become clear later and they keep wanting her to wear dresses. Um, Anyway, yeah. (laughs) So Valerian goes to the he can't go into the frog house because only frogs can go in there and it will have, and it will, and I want, I want to fucking note this. There will be a diplomatic incident if he goes into the frog house, just going in is like apparently civil war or some shit in alpha. Just note that so hard. Cause they mentioned it like three times. So he goes, he needs someone to disguise him to get in. So he goes to a sexy sex club. Ethan Hawke is in charge of the sexy sex. Oh god, that was Ethan Hawke, wasn't it? I didn't recognize him in his stupid hat.
1: And (laughs) that's where we get introduced to Invisible Gun.
0: Yeah, Invisible Freeze Gun with Jessica Rabbit, homage. Then one of the prostitutes who tries to sell herself is Jessica Rabbit being all like he's like, I think you've got the wrong guy. And it's okay. So there he meets Rihanna. How, oh. how would you describe this sequence with Rihanna?
1: Hi. So, my special skill is I'm a glamour alien or something, so I can change into anything. I'm essentially an actor. I'm Rihanna. <laughs> <laughs> Let me do a, sex- a sexy striptease to a song in as many numerous costumes as possible. Yep. Perhaps slightly offensive and degrading costumes. Just a little. Times. But don't worry, by the way. After I've done this, I will say I know all of Shakespeare. I wish I could perform Shakespeare. I wish you could do that too, Rhiannon. But apparently all you can do is be sexy, sexy. Anyway, why are you going to help Valerian, Rhiannon? Well, you're an immigrant and you want <laughs> government IDs. So. Oh, your your strife. I can really um, relate. Relate, Yeah. Okay, that's that's kind of cool. Yeah. You've... And now Valerian's <laughs> gonna wear you
0: <laughs> like a like a big goop suit, cause your her
1: name is Bubble. Her name is Bubble. Yeah. Yep. Uh, do you want to say anything about the Viannen strip <sighs> pole scene? <sighs> Crazy. I'm really not
0: sure what to say, cause it was kind of weird, because it was like meant to be a sexy striptease, but she just put on more clothes. Like it was cool, like she did some pole dancing and shit, and I was like, Yeah, okay, I can see how this would get someone going But she shapeshifts into lots of just Rihanna in different outfits, rather than being like, Oh, I can be
1: like anybody.
0: She briefly turns into Kara Kara Delveen when she puts a pokey bit into yeah. and she's Valerian's like, head.
1: Oh yeah, she is really hot, Yeah, oh literally. she's a ten. Literally um, quote from the <laughs> Also turns into a general and ten-year-old Valerian for a second. <laughs> to be
0: like, you wouldn't shoot yourself when you were ten. It's like <laughs> That's actually a weird, absurdist comedy bit. So she dresses up as a frog person. Valerian wears her and they go into the frog house. Um, and it's revealed that the, the, the emperor of the frog house just really wants to have a good meal. I'm going to wait until you finished sipping your water before I continue with what this sequence contains. So the the the, the, the emperor of the frog people hates everything and his grand vizier slash mother slash wife just really wants him to be happy and they have a big procession of people bringing him food but he's like oh purr, it's terrible and then Cara Delvine comes out with a big load of giant lemons and wearing a plate on her head. <laughs> Just like (laughs) so, he then takes the lemon and like juices the top of her head, and I realised where this was going, and I was like, yes.
1: Wait, but what's great about it? So a procession of like different meals come along, and he tries bits of them, and he hates them all. But then when her head comes along. He specifically has cutlery for that. And he's like, well, <laughs> clearly that's all you wanted. All, all, all. He,
0: was gonna, he wants to eat the top of her, her brain. That's he, all you want. Yeah, and he's about to, like, chop off her skull bit. And then there's a fight scene in which Valerian fucking cuts the emperor of the frog people's face in half. And I'm like, you said going in there would make an international incident, well, interstellar incident. And you just murdered their king. <laughs> With a sword, and then
1: Rihanna dies because falls off the movie. Yeah, but she's like, "Well, it's okay that I'm going to die, because you really love Cara Delevingne. <laughs> <laughs> You'd <laughs> better love
0: Cara Delevingne really hard, Dane DeHaan. I'm, I'm gonna just
1: just before I die, I would turn myself into an Egyptian." <laughs> <laughs>
0: The only reason she became an Egyptian was to have like the sand thing. And then the, Garvin's <laughs> the just like,
1: well, we should go now.
0: Yeah, it's just like, okay. I wasn't there for any of whatever side bit you had going on here. Um, Jesus Christ. I'm going to die. Oh, oh man. Oh, oh. So we get to... The centre of the dead zone. They're like, huh, we're not dead, so I guess there's no radiation. So, here's the plot point. Evil General Clive Barker said... Clive uh, Owen. Clive Owen, not Clive Barker. Clive Owen said that they'd sent numerous patrols into the dead zone. And all of them had died. Where are those people? Because the the aliens specifically weren't killing anyone. And there was no radiation. So...
1: What, what, what was that about? Well, maybe the point was that Clive um, wanted to hide the dead zone, right? No, he wanted them to go in.
0: He was like, we have to go in because he knows that the aliens are there, but he wants to send in the, the kill bots to kill everyone. Why
1: did he send patrols
0: <laughs> when he has kill bots? I know! <laughs>
1: He has so many killbots as well. Well, what's great is it looks like only has four, and then suddenly he has at least like, like, thirty. Yeah, they just rock
0: up. Like, oh, we were here the whole time. Um,
1: so the- <laughs> this podcast is in a spiral. Yeah. So, oh, should we just say okay? <laughs> we're gonna, we've gotten this far No we're one's going to watch
0: this movie No one's going to this We're probably going to
1: give this. away
0: the ending Oh god no. we have to talk about the
1: ending Even we though the ending to. is still probably at least another 10 minutes Worth of just Us talking At least 10 minutes babbling. Um,
0: So they get to the middle And they discover a weird Goobly energy curtain And then an alien comes
1: out and Okay like, wait here's a point yes. I'm like, So Carl Durbin's like Valerian goes, oh, I'm going to go in. You go get back up. And she's like, no, why don't you for once go get back up? I'm going to go in. Yeah. And it's like, oh, great. So finally, they're very... They're, they're addressing re- the power addressing the, They're constantly like switching. Then Valerian's <laughs> like, no, I'm not going to get back up. I'm also just going to go it, into the, the... The best
0: thing is she walks in and he's left by himself. And he's like, whoa, whoa, bro. Then he walks in, and they were all waiting there for him. Like, she at no point thought that he'd actually go and get back up. She, and apparently all the other aliens, were just like, he's coming through, right? He's (laughs) he's got the soul of our princess, so (laughs) we kind of need him
1: so we can do the face-touching. The
0: The weird trans joke?
1: No, not that. Oh, I was, fuck that! But I was there just there like, was a weird trans joke. There's some weird trans stuff going. There on. is, yeah. Uh, not that, because I don't. I don't want to address it, because <laughs> there, there's a lot of bad shit in this film. <laughs> um, I wanted to go back to the point where Carla... Car, what's her name? Carla Laura Lee, Laura Line. Where she has is forced into different dresses. Yes. She's carrying the container that like the converter. Yeah. All the time. The whole no point. When she's getting dressed, is there conflict about her losing? Yeah. That might have been something interesting it's, for her to do, like, rather than just being a damsel in distress. It's there. like
0: the main MacGuffin of the whole. Well, there's like three fucking MacGuffins. Well, it's not a it? MacGuffin
1: because it's important.
0: Yeah. it... it but it's no, that's not important. You you, 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 we now get into the section of the movie where it's time to sit back and just be lectured
1: weirdly in depth about economics. <laughs> what was funny was I was like, early on when Valone's like, no, I don't want to hear about economics. and I was like, oh, is that a slight dig to like Star Wars prequels there? Yeah. And then suddenly it's like, actually, no, the economics is. But that seriously,
0: pre- guys, it's <laughs> the movie said leading in. But actually, it's all fun and games with like, you know, weird shape-shifting Rihanna aliens and frog people and sword <laughs> fights. But actually, so it transpires that the the race that destroyed the planet of the weird house shell pearl people, they're called the Pearls, uh, the Pearls of Mool. Um, that was humans. Man was the greatest monster. And it turns out that... Who could it possibly be? The mysterious figure on the bridge in the flashback. Oh shit! We forgot the random flashback when the three ducks are <laughs> like, I, I "Oh, that it. guy ended up dead." Flashback, bang! He gets shot in the face. He's like, "What the who was that? What was any of that?" That <laughs> comes back later. So they go into an a, a elaborate flashback of like the day the apocalypse, where like all of these you know space battle is happening up above the planet, and there's a mysterious figure on the bridge telling him launch the fusion missiles. And they don't let us know who it is. Except even though, by
1: voice. Yeah,
0: even though it's also obviously the commander who was shady as fuck. You know, clearly. And they're all like, listen, Valerian. Um, you've got the soul of our princess. Whenever our people die, they can fire their soul out through space <laughs> and time until they find a worthy receptacle for y- to go into and sh- ambiguously spiritually guide. And they're all like, oh, touch your face. You are worthy of this ghost alien princess soul somehow. I don't know. And so they're all like, oh, you. we've let, we, we lived on this broken down ship and secretly lived in secret on the mega city when we got brought there like after 30 years. And we've let go of revenge as a society. We're advanced enough that we're like, you know what? You fucked up our entire planet and killed 6 million of our people. We're 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 cool. We're not going to look for revenge. We just want to go home and make a new planet
1: with our thing that we built that we're, makes planets. We got a thing. It makes planets, but what we need is the converter and a bunch of like little pearls, which. Well, we need the converter.
0: but like, we need one because then the converter will, will make a make billion. Billion. Yeah, which will that power, represent
1: our planet? Yeah. And that will make our planet.
0: Make our planet again. It's never properly explained. On a
1: ship, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. the
0: ship that's also a beach. <laughs> um, so you then have this bit where they are all like well white people you're the only ones who can cast judgement on this white man We're, why don't we wake, wake him up and you guys can have a shouting match about economics and the efficacy so, so, of war crimes yeah
1: and Clive and it's like well I had to otherwise our people would have been sent back a thousand years these are
0: like 500,000 soldiers had already been killed in this conflict And I was like, I'll nuke these people. I I was like, well, you've kind of done a semi-decent job of presenting it as, like, not a wholly evil choice. But then, Shay, could you tell me how Valerian solves this argument?
1: (laughs) Valerian goes, can we talk man to man? And brings uh, Clive Owen to the side. (laughs) Punches him in the face and goes, Good talk. And then Cara says, I taught him that. (laughs) Just, oh god. So. Um, So it's like, oh, okay, so they've chosen to help the aliens and give (laughs) them.
0: Or have they? Or have they? Wait, they have a name? No! Because Valeria's like, well, here's the pearl. And then Loreline's like, and also here's the converter. And he's like, hold on. can we talk for a
1: minute? Man to man. But I'd love it. If, if that happened, I would have loved it. Um, but she, yeah, if she punched him and gone, see, I tore him. Yeah. That would have been
0: fun. Um, they go away and he's all like, Loreline, we, we can't give them the converter. <laughs> and she's like, why? <laughs> and he's like, it's the last one in the universe. She's like, yeah, I know it's theirs. And he's like, no, we can't. It's against the rules. And she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, I am a soldier, Loreline. That's who I am. I obey the rules. Ignoring (laughs) that, like, two minutes earlier, he punched his commanding (laughs) officer in the face. (laughs) (laughs) Who is this character? What is his motivation? He wants to have sex with all the women, but wants to marry Cara Delveen and be monogamous. He wants to obey the rules, but also
1: he's a renegade. He wants to help Rihanna... (laughs) But no.
0: But no, it's, he won't, you know, he really just wants to love Cara Telvine. So they have a talk in which she's all like, you know what the most important thing is? It's not rules. It's love. Love is the most important thing that beats armies and dictators and the economy. Love is the best thing ever. And it's a
1: super close-up, which is like Luc Besson's first like super close-up to be like, this is... This is the theme of the film. It's is just... love. <laughs> <laughs> oh the love is so strong. It's nothing to do with shady political structures and <laughs> war crimes. It's nothing to do with that. It's to do with love. Love. Because it's a close-up
0: on her face. And
1: he's all like,
0: he's all like, i die for you. And she's like, I'm not asking you to die for me. I'm asking you to trust me. And then he's like, okay, I guess we'll... (laughs) Sure. And then she gives them the converter, and they make a billion pearls, and then turn the ship into a beach. Because it was like a hangar,
1: and now it's a beach, and they're like, oh... then, Then there's some horrible ADR where you see not their lips moving, and she goes, oh... So this is that beach you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, remember
0: we said earlier in the movie that we wanted to go to the beach.
1: Remember, clearly this wasn't testing well enough with audiences. So we, <laughs> we quickly need... needed to ADR need... poorly that, to link back Just to Just in these... case you forgot, guys. The beach.
0: That movie with Leonardo DiCaprio that we <laughs> spoke <laughs> of earlier, yes. Meanwhile, outside the, oh my the God. beach pod, <coughs> <coughs> <laughs> the forces of the government are amassing with bombs and killer robots that they can't control. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, the killbots kill are on and orders and they can't get rid of them. <laughs>
0: yeah, they're like, I guess we can't stop them. I guess we have to take the killbots now. I really hope nothing ironic happens uh,
1: when the killbots decide to kill things. <laughs> uh, so they hey. go... You know what's a really good good strategy when going into maybe a perhaps uh, hostile area? Taking in a bunch of killbots that you have no control over. No control. They're more than you'd
0: thought. Like 30. (laughs) 30 killbots. Just so many. Um, And they all line up and they're like, well, everything seems chipper over here, sir. And it's like, okay, then the aliens come out and make like a peaceful protest line. It's such direct, like, iconographic reference to, like, every peaceful protest in, like, the modern Western world that I'm like, oh, this is gonna go badly because it always goes badly. And, um... Valerian convinces the aliens to lower their communications shield so he can use the, the Destiny module... From the ISS. Captain, the Destiny module is calling us. A- he goes, what? The Destiny module? That's impossible. And he he says like, hey, it, it, it was that really shady dude the whole time. And they're like, I don't know about this. Put that shady dude on the line and we'll talk to him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so, shady Clive, Clive Owen. Tells his kill bots to murder everyone
1: <laughs> and set off the bombs oh, wait. Well, my very thing is, I'm a soldier. Clive oh. is like, I'm a soldier. And soldiers choose death over humiliation. But also, soldiers choose to disobey and betray everyone that they work for, too, apparently. I'm a,
0: I'm a soldier. I follow the rules. <laughs> this movie has proved that the term soldier means nothing in Luke Besson's <laughs> eyes. Yeah he's like kill bots Kill everyone And everyone's like finally the kill bots are gonna kill people So the kill bots kill everybody They just start mowing dudes down Including the peaceful line of aliens Who are like oh fuck we should have stayed behind our Bulletproof barricade That we had But we thought we'd go stand out there In some kind of visual metaphor Valerian goes I'll go out to
1: help Uh Cara Delvine! Carla Delveen. You deal <laughs> with. okay. Punch. Punch. Back to some action of Valerian shooting some people. Fighting some kill bots. And some stuff going on the ship. With, yeah, yeah, like the, the
0: Asian guy is gonna fix it with tech support. Tech support, yeah. Asian guy. Um took out a divina, still punching, still just punching Clive Owen in the face. I'm presumably knocked out Clive Owen. <laughs> like she's just... just wrecking him up, and she blows on her nose like, oh, this is oh, I'm really punching him right now. <laughs> uh, so Valerian beats all the killbots. Thankfully, at the exact same moment that tech support guy stops the bombs, which also stops the killbots, who, so they don't kill everyone. And then they dive back through the thing as another timer, unrelated to the bomb timer, goes off, and there the alien ship just flies away. Clive Owen is left hanging from a tree. Oh god, we're at the end. Yeah, oh, we're dude. almost there. We're almost there. We're almost there. It's only taken us
1: forty-eight minutes. It's only taken g- <laughs> us almost half of the movie's running Jesus time to god. give us the ha! you so saw
0: only two of us. Oh, this is why I was worried. <laughs> oh
1: no! We should have, we should have had
0: some control. We sh- we had no control. But like Luke Basson, we did not. <laughs> <laughs> so, Clive Clive is hanging from a tree, and he's under arrest. And Caradovian and Valerian are in the Destiny module. And he's all like, "Hey, I actually stole another pearl, and made you a ring." What about we get married? And she's like, ah, maybe. Let, let's have let's sex have- in this ship. Because
1: <laughs> we've got two hours to kill. Yeah. We're on the ship that <laughs> had all the handshakes in. Yeah. It's about connection. So finally the world is united. I guess that's kind of a circular structure. And that's the end of the film. Holy shit. Oh, oh yeah, God. Why did we decide a synopsis? This is... Well, I think because the problem
0: with this film is, as you've probably guessed, listener, if you're still with us, there's so much in this fucking movie that just like it makes we didn't even really touch. We skated through Bob the fisherman who gets like a whole elaborate sequence and the seatbelts thing with the I'm doing big arms like. Let's and, not go
1: back. No, Don't go back um, to explain Roche, things. what did you think of this film? I I quite enjoyed it because it's so. It's like what is this film? Um. But unlike something so terrible like Suicide Squad, where you're like, what the hell is this? Happened, yeah. Also with (laughs) Carla Doreen. Ah!
0: Um, Oh, God, she's enchantress, isn't she? Yeah. With her one facial expression
1: (laughs) of vaguely displeased. She's a lot better in this film. Okay, that's good. Um, Yeah, it's like, well, I don't know what the hell this film is, but it's so bright and has so much fun design. And... What Luc Besson is great at, as demonstrating Lucy, is like, like, it doesn't need to make actual sense. (laughs) Luc Besson just has such momentum and magic, magic things that come out of nowhere to solve conflict in both this film and and Lucy. It's like, it doesn't matter because momentum's going. And it's fun. Yeah. Who cares? Don't worry. Don't worry. This is bright and fun. And that's all you need, right? Look, Rihanna's doing a sexy dance. (laughs) In many outfits.
0: Now she's on rollerblades.
1: Rihanna agreed to be in our film. So we needed to come up with 30 minutes of a film to put her in. But I
0: also feel like she didn't agree to be in the film too much. Because she spends a lot of it as a CGI alien.
1: That's true, yeah.
0: Um... (laughs) I think my take on this film is I wanted it to be like Jupiter Ascending. Boy, is this like Jupiter Ascending except somehow more ridiculous.
1: Okay, let's let's compare to some ridiculous sci-fi films. Right, that, okay. that seems like a good thing yes, to do. That yes. That seems like because this film is so undescribable <laughs> that it takes 50 minutes to just get through a synopsis. <coughs> but let's just compare to other sci-fi right. films to to I felt like there, there, there was... Let's okay, start with Jupiter Ascending.
0: Okay, yeah, I was... Jupiter Ascending, it has the whole... I really admire this, because you get this in um Chronicles of Riddick as well, in the way that it never really actually explains how the cultures that you're being immersed in work, but you can tell that somebody somewhere has thought about it enough that you can, like, go, oh, this is actually, like, a really living, breathing world. The world of Jupiter Ascending is insane and has... Weird, immortal kings and queens of the solar system who use bees and stem cells to yeah. live forever. The bees. The bees. She's, the, she's our queen. <laughs> the bees recognise their queen. <laughs> I was sure Beed had been in this film. That would have been That'd fucking be
1: great. great. Um, I also feel like there's elements of Flash Gordon in there. What, what I want to say about Jupiter Ascending... Yes, please. ...is that Jupiter Ascending has, with many of the Wachowski films... A very queer agenda to it yes think, like there's lots of queer subtext and undertones and jupiter ascending is specifically great for that reason yeah um this film doesn't have that but film grammar in valerian is a lot more readable than jupiter ascending yes it's very hard to see what's going on in jupiter ascending <laughs> but at least jupiter ascending is about something it's a- kind of other than love <laughs> <laughs> this is the point of the movie um
0: there's a bit of flash cord in there in the sense that it's just like you have the man who's going to save the day and he has to do it because who else is there um and also just like the weird it's so it was so weird there's so many bits of, like, I really kind of like the whole feeling of a cultural melting pot where there's all these weird bananas cultures just all coming together. And honestly, I would have liked it if the if the movie had... Because, I mean, while I liked the big market with the two realities thing, which was cool, I felt like that was from a different movie.
1: Yeah. I feel like if they'd just been on Alpha and properly, fully explored, that like... I was integrated into that Alpha world. Yeah! And then... The whole film was just set there. Yeah, that could have been like really interesting, like exploring this entire melting pot planet. Yeah, and explored like different cultures and yeah. diversity, and that that's the point of the beginning montage of handshakes. All those
0: handshakes, even and, the gooey ones.
1: And guess what? This film is about two white people loving each other. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: god a movie about diversity and they managed to bring it back it's like but dude, you've got to love her though
1: valerian she's the best she's a 10. so many diverse people died so <laughs> you could have your white heteronormative oh <laughs> oh i mean uh, all right i think we've another thing i want to compare it to yeah Zardos. <laughs> The gun is good. The gun is good. Zardoz is also a film that is filled with crazy, wonderful design elements. It's bananas, Zardoz is. bananas, but it has a definite point to make about class.
0: Kind of?
1: It's, it's groping for a point. It definitely has a point, whereas this...
0: Doesn't no. this was like all like this was possibly one of the epitomes of the phrase style over substance because it was like very beautiful, like the art team can of cokes all around there, like they did a brilliant job.
1: Um, well, building do you, you say can of cokes because they also did a advert, which is all about uh, apostrophe <laughs> diversity but was so <laughs> that was, Pepsi. I was oh, yeah. Pepsi, sorry, coke, yeah, yeah, yeah. um they not be
0: the trash coke. Oh yeah, fuck coke. Um, <laughs> but like you know, big ups to them. They did a great job. The world building does a great job. Um, no performances were good, really. I think whoever the aliens were, like the pearl aliens, they did
1: a good job. The aliens were quite good. Yeah, um,
0: but you, uh,
1: oh. uh, I feel uh, like Shay, oh, that's uh, a good. Yeah, I'm trying to think of anyone. As we're approaching we're the approaching, hour mark, l- wait. Let me just think of is there anyone who's good at acting in that film? Anyone? I don't think so. Um,
0: I really don't think there was anyone doing okay, a good no, job. you right. No, no
1: one did a good I job. I mean,
0: maybe like John Goodman <laughs>
1: <laughs> as a big fat alien who was in the movie for like 10 minutes. I feel like, yeah, He was you're fine. Right. We should wrap it up if, yeah. for anyone who's who listened to an hour of us laughing uncontrollably. I'll tell you
0: what, if nothing else, I'm going to enjoy listening to this back because it will <laughs> remind me of happy times. Um, Shay, can I push you for your one-line takeaway for Valerian?
1: That's the thing. It It's such a kind of empty film, much like Lucy. Like, it. it's an empty film. It's so... Em- bereft it's, of ideas? Bereft of... No, no, it's filled with ideas <laughs> From everyone in the um in all the other departments. Yeah. This is a film that, like shows like not all very like this is like everyone clearly had a hand in this film. like this is cool, this is cool, this is cool, yeah. this is cool. I wanna Luke have Bassan my butterfly like, fishing sequence. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna momentum through this and go. And like, oh, what's the shortest route? I'll go through the war and go through everything, <laughs> every idea I have, I'm going through cause I am Luc Besson. <laughs> And it's like, oh, this is great fun, Luke Besson. What, what did you learn <laughs> when you mean? went through all these ideas? I don't know. I just went so fast through them. I, <laughs> I didn't think to take any notes on what I even went through. Oh, um, oh, Luke, Luke. There were so many interesting things to explore. I feel like... yeah, I don't
0: know how I can top that as a final takeaway. It's a dizzying rush through a million things and ultimately you learn nothing. And the characters learn nothing. Because there was this whole thing that like... Because there's no conflict in their relationship. Rihanna at one point says you need to let yourself be vulnerable to let her know that she's needed. And then Valerian doesn't do that at any point. If anything, he learns to be submissive, which is not the same as vulnerable because he, like, lets her not allow him to be a dick and deny the pearl people their one chance at rebuilding their planet? (laughs) 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 That's the message? Like, if you don't... (sighs) Oh, I I can't. I think at this point we have to stop the Luke Besson, like, momentum rush. Thank you. Valerian, City of the thousand, thousand Planets, and... Luke Pasan. You, you, you really did it. I think people should see this film. Oh yeah, like it's fucking amazing. Get drunk or high or whatever oh, yeah. you need. Just be. like have a blast. I think so. the the The, the, the strapline of this one is going to be Valerian. Too much momentum. City of a thousand ideas. Can't stop <laughs> It's like speed. It's like speed! Because the bus can't stop, and Dane DeHart is trying to be Keanu Reeves! That's the movie! It's speed! speed. It's speed in space!